0: Welcome to the Daily Writer Podcast, where we bring you tips and inspiration each day to help you build habits for writing success. For more resources, including your free Daily Writer Starter Kit, visit dailywriterlife.com. This week here on the podcast, we're doing something a little bit different than our normal short episodes. Instead, as you probably know, we're doing a five-part series celebrating the launch of the new book, The Best-Selling Book Formula, Write a Book That Will Make You a Fortune, which is written by my friend and business coach, Honoré Corder. And I wanted to feature this book all this week because I think it's an essential book for every writer. In the best-selling book formula, Honoré gives you a simple four-part framework for ensuring that you have an amazing nonfiction book. On today's episode, we're diving into the third key, which is making your book easy to do. If you missed previous episodes, make sure and go back and listen to those. Now you can get the best selling book formula on Amazon and I encourage you to check out all the other books, products and services that Honore has to offer at honorecorder.com. Best of all, she's also generously made 5 copies of the book available as a giveaway. The first 5 people to leave a review of the Daily Writer podcast on Apple Podcasts will receive a print copy of the book in the mail. Just leave a review, take a screenshot, email it to me at kent@dailywriterlife.com at along with your address and I'll drop the book in the mail. Okay, here's part four of my conversation with Honore Quarter. Honore, welcome back for part four of our mini-series on the best-selling book formula. Good to see you. Again, it's been what 15 seconds since we talked?
1: Maybe 18.
0: Maybe, Maybe something like that. Yes. So in this segment, we're talking about key number three that you mentioned in your book, The Best Selling Book Formula. And that is making sure your book is easy to do. And this I think might be my favorite key that you talk about in here because it gets down to brass tacks where you're giving, you're giving the reader something that they can do to actually put the book into practice. So kind of unpack this for us if you can. What does it mean to make your book easy to do? You
1: want the advice that you give in your book easy for the person reading it to apply without any more conversation with you. Hmm. So easy really to do means... I can do it. I can take what you say, Kent, in your book, and I can apply it to my life or my business, my relationship, my bank account, whatever, and I can get the same or better results that you got simply with your book. And that's it.
0: Hmm. That's that's really, really powerful. It, it's, and it's almost counterintuitive because so many times in the nonfiction book world, There's this thinking out there that you should make your book kind of the first step in a long journey and that we're, the book is good, but we're really going to give you the good stuff in a coaching program or in a workbook or a journal or some other kind of format. And we're going to, we're going to hold back the good stuff from the book, but you're saying just put it out there, give them something that they can put into practice and really start doing immediately.
1: Yeah. You know, I'm a fan of the multiple streams of income. Absolutely. having Absolutely. courses based on books there's the best selling book formula mini course obviously that right we're going to there but if your reader can't duplicate and potentially exceed your results they're not going to be happy hmm. <laughs> right this is this is the opposite this is the worst selling book formula is to make it so right. that your that your reader feels um incompetent or incapable and so what you want to do is provide a process a formula some way for them to take what you figured out and put it into practice just like what i've done with the best selling book formula without talking to anyone someone can read this book and and change the way they are writing their books okay and put it into practice there are other things they can do there are other places they can go i actually created the best selling book formula action guide which is free with the bonuses with the book. I didn't I didn't create a a paid product this time. I just created a, a kind of a workbook of sorts and a, okay. an action guide so that people could could take action on this process and apply it to their book. So of course there there can always be more, but if I was like, you know, I've got the best selling book formula. Here's my book on it. Neener, neener, you can't have it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, that would not be good. That's that's counter. That is actually counterintuitive. I I so I love it when people have other places that I can go if I want to, but I also want to feel like I can be successful just with getting the book.
0: So this is almost in a way, kind of like, not to pick on Marvel movies, but I'm going to pick on Marvel movies a little bit, and really superhero movies in general, where like DC and Marvel, they're. They're really bad about, we're going to give you kind of a half-baked story, but we're really wanting you to to stick around for this movie because we're going to give you the good stuff like in the Avengers movies. That's where the real good stuff's going to happen. But this is kind of like a halfway movie, you know, where this is kind of just a promo for movies that are coming later and for other shows and, and whatever. And, and sometimes we do that with books, don't we, where we're going to give you something, maybe a value in this, but our other good stuff is just going to be in. In various other kinds of places.
1: Well, I don't know that you can give everything in a book. That's the first thing that you want to give everything right, you can about right. having a conversation. That's my advice. That's my perspective on it is give your readers everything you can possibly give them in this medium. And there will be more, just like there's more in this conversation than there is in the book, because we're able to have a conversation. Right. You're able to ask right. me specific questions about how it came to be and what was my process and what is my process that I recommend to other people. Uh, you, I'm not having a conversation that's two-sided in a book. I'm having a one-sided conversation. I'm giving directions. I'm giving insight. I'm providing mm-hmm. information. So obviously the coaching program is going to be better. The course yes. is going be better because it's interactive. It's deeper, it's broader. But, but if someone is holding back something that they could put in a book, so that they can sell a course i don't know that that's the that's for the good of all concerned right that's that's not going to build goodwill and better friendships kent that's going to cause someone to be irritated and leave a one star right. review
0: <laughs> now what just... if somebody what if somebody has already drafted a book they've already outlined it they've written it can this process be reverse engineered a little bit or maybe that's not the right term, can it be baked into a book that already exists but isn't published yet? Can somebody maybe find some ways to make the book easy to do, even though the whole book's maybe done and and framed out?
1: Well, sure. So you want to think about it from the perspective of if you've already written it, make sure that you um, apply the analyzer to your book and maybe go back and make sure that your longer words are shorter. Hmm. Make sure that your book is easy to remember by Making sure that the title is interesting, unique, connect things that go together. Your your title is it the best one? Is your subtitle the best subtitle? Is it meeting the promise? All of those sorts of things. And is there a way to add in? And this is the easy to do part. Is there a way for you to add in a formula, a one, two, three step process, or like in the miracle morning, the life savers? How mm. made a word out of it? Can you take the word kiss and make it mean something else right or can you take an acronym that uh, that could apply to your book um i actually had someone an advanced reader to this book go it did everything except it didn't have it didn't have an acronym mm. and i was like i couldn't come up with an acronym kids like I, like i got the four keys i kept it short right it should be easy to remember all the things right But there was no acronym. So I gave you a process instead of an acronym. But if you can create an acronym out of it, then all the better.
0: Not everything needs an acronym. I mean, if it works, it's great. if it doesn't work, you can't really force it and just have these convoluted words or or something just to have a cool acronym. But when it works, it works.
1: Right. R-R-D-S doesn't spell anything.
0: Hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not sure what that spells, but... uh, But I think this is pretty easy to remember, though. You've I mean, you've taken this as far as you can possibly humanly take it by baking this down into baking four things into this book. And you've actually made this process. This is kind of meta. You've made the process easy to remember. (laughs) It's like the the book on how to make your book better is making it better. So.
1: Right. Right. So the multiverse. It, yes, exactly. It's like, are we here again? Right? Is it deja vu again kind of thing? But, th- but that's, that's what you're saying is if you already have a book and you look at it and you go, gosh, now what? Now what do I do? I'm like right ready to go into the production phase. How do I do it? Make sure that your book title is engaging, is interesting. Make sure yeah. that you've got yeah. something in the book that people will be, even if it's just the book title, even if it's just the four-hour work week, I think the acronym for the four hour work week is deal, but I don't remember what it stands for. I don't, I don't have to remember that. I just need to remember the four hour work week Mm. because then I can go to my bookshelf and I can open it up and I can take action on it. I don't need to remember anything else about it.
0: Yeah. I would forgotten about the acronym in the four hour work week. Um, I haven't read the book in probably eight years, seven or eight years. I should, I should go back and look at that. Now I'm curious. This has been a lot of fun. We've got one more episode to go, and I'm super pumped for this one because we're going to be talking about easy to share. So I'll wrap the, I will wrap up this one. English is my 14th language apparently today.
1: <laughs> You're doing fine.
0: You sound like a a <laughs> so I'm just going to leave this in there because I don't try to have a perfect podcast, but uh, I will see you guys in the next episode. A big thank you to today's sponsor, the upcoming Daily Writer Retreat. You know, listening to podcasts, reading emails and books, and getting on Zoom calls is great, but there's nothing quite like being in a small group of other writers who are making their writing dreams come true by publishing books and building their businesses. That's what the Daily Writer Retreat is all about. On May 2nd through the 4th, we will gather in beautiful St. Charles, Missouri, just outside of St. Louis, in a historic home to help you take a giant leap as a writer. We'll start with the dinner on Tuesday night, followed by two amazing days of connection, planning teaching and masterminding together. So if you need a creative boost and you want to grow your writing into a part-time or full-time business, the Daily Writer retreat is for you. The cost is just $475 and includes registration, materials, and all meals on Wednesday and Thursday. Now this is kind of a small retreat, we've only got 15 spots total available and about half of those are gone. So spots are really limited and if you'd like to join us, head on over to dailywriterlife.com/retreat to grab your spot today.